Jesus at the church like to say, we ain't gonna take long, but we're gonna take our time. We'll talk about all the TV, movies, and music that define our everyday blackness. Welcome to the Black Card Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This your boy, Bird. I'm April D. And I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Car Podcast, episode 89. A period. Because I, I do, checked, I, too. Hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we not going to get got My, today. Uh-uh. Uh, 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 we know. Because we know. next week is 90. That's the year I was born. Damn, you were born in 90? Well, I was born in 88, so that ain't too far off. Uh, damn, you a 90s baby. I Must am. suck to be you. I'm like on the cusp. Cusp. It was made. It was made in the eighties, so I guess that's exactly. Born in the eighties, crack baby. <laughs> mama was. Mama, but this mama was. She, mama, was, she was in the streets. Who guess who raised, raised me? me. No. So that's who raised me. Streets, yeah. You mother fucking right. right. Couldn't get it from the block, so I got it. Wait, wait. no. What? If, I could, if the music was <laughs> playing, no. y'all know. I know the words. That's Dolph. Rest in peace. How crazy is it that all you need is the beat for the words to start coming exactly. to you? Exactly. I'm not an acapella girl. We want to karaoke tonight anyway. Period. I'm not singing, but I'm for the beat. Okay. I just had this conversation. I am so hmm, upset, furious, annoyed, annoyed by people who can sing. Oh, because why would you come to karaoke and sing for real? Get no, your- no, 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 no. I ain't talking about the karaoke. Oh, just in, just in general? <laughs> yes. Because... Think about the people that you know that can sing, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't know they could sing when you met them. The God God blesses the, the singing ability only to the ones who are humble enough to have it. Because if it was me, if it was me, the level of obnoxious. And uh, you know how my man plays the sax all around Huntsville? <laughs> You know that was my neighbor in Normal Hills. We oh, had real beef. To, yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Uh, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy, Tommy with the sax, mm-hmm. saxophone. Tommy. Mm-hmm. I would literally be with him, be like him singing. I would be singing everywhere. If, yeah, but yeah, if God, because the way I can make a man kiki, if I could sing too, God was like, no, that's that's too much. That's too much. The level of star power that I have living inside of me that I just don't have the talent to back it up. Like I am literally, I am a star waiting to shine. I can hum real good though. I can't even do that. Random man in Atlanta. So I want you to give your perspective of the whole story for for our listeners, the ones that don't be on TikTok, which is, or don't be on that side of TikTok. Cause I watch TikTok like that in my stories. Okay. So this girl named Morgan, shout out to Morgan. She had a little girl, and the first time I saw her, she was trying to pack her car, go to work with the baby. And I mean, just giving a very realistic what it's like to be a single mom and have a life and all that you have to do and kind of telling like, hey, look, mom life sounds cool, but it's hot and I'm tired and it's hard. And so she started telling the story about this man that she had a baby with who she referenced as the random man from Atlanta. She never gave his name, never gave any too many, I, I feel like even if you knew who he was, like you'd have to know who he was to actually identify him. And she just told lots of stories about how he left her, like they had the baby and he left her 30 days after she had her C-section um, to go move with another woman. And she moved to the city that he was in. Um, in Michigan. Yeah, in Michigan um, by herself. 
and just so many things. And number one, like, well, how do I want to approach this? What's what's the main question? Well, this is just the background of it. Oh, all. the background. Okay, so she goes on pretty much every day. She tells stories of like her and her baby getting ready and just kind of random stories about this random man from Atlanta and how he did her and just different things. Um, and then uh, maybe a couple days ago, here's what happened. Oh, girl. So random man from Atlanta left a T-shirt press with her because when he left her, he just left. He ain't getting nothing. He just left. She left. A, he left a T-shirt press with her, and she decided after getting such a big following because of her stories, like she's a very good storyteller, um, she decided to start selling merch about the random man from Atlanta. I think that Negro got mad because he was like, oh, she finna come up. And he popped up on the scene, got him a TikTok, and started posting. And when I would tell you I wish this man would have remained random, <laughs> one, initial review i'm like this can't be the man <laughs> they, they, but also i want to step back and say i am a 30 plus year old woman looking at the stories and tales of a 23 year old woman we not at the same table so I get irritated when I see like grown folks that have been through life a little bit they be like oh you stupid and da 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 ma'am I'm grown. I can look at you and be like, oh, but I done been stupid at 32. So I ain't going to say <laughs> nothing. All right. Um, but the story got interesting because he was just talking about how, you know, like he was trying to basically come back and get his character together. Like this not really what's going on. You know, like she's upset about taking care of one kid. I got six, um, which apparently we found out is really seven. Um, and he be taking care of his kids and, you know, they just trying to get a black man while he down, like trying to take a black man down. Da, 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 like when I tell you, I wish he would have been stayed quiet. He would have did better if he would have stayed quiet. Did you hear the story about how, well, how they like initially got together? Uh, it is one of the most Atlanta stories I, I ever heard. Was it in a club? No. What happened? So she stayed on the third floor. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. She stayed on the third floor. He stayed on the first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all already. She said out of her own mouth that, you know, he would holler at her when she would, you know, go down to a car or whatever. Nothing, nothing really strange about that. Yeah. But when she added the detail that every time she was like going back and forth to a car or whatever, he would always be outside walking his pit bull without a leash, without a leash on. And and in my mind, I'm just like, what possibly can the guy with the pit bull without a leash say to you to get you on, you know, like what's going to penetrate through that one time? I said, well, I'm scared. Where's your leash? Pitbull, I'm afraid of like I was. I would literally see that. And be like I ain't finna get out the car. This man go and, back inside. And let's be clear, Morgan is very attractive. Mm-hmm. Like she's a really pretty woman. So, now uh, the pitbull only. So that was okay. We I think we covered all the bases. Did you hear about how they moved in together? Um, because he got. <laughs> I'm sorry. He got put out of the the room that or the the yeah. part because he had the other two roommates. Because he had that white boy climbing out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you understood. 
What did I tell you? That is such a wild story. Okay. You want to tell the story? You can tell the story. Because you probably remember better than I'm I did. I'm trying to remember it all the way. It was something about the... Okay, random man from Atlanta thought so, that... Sold drugs. Yeah, he sold drugs. And he thought that his one of his roommates had taken something from him, right? Right. And so he kept kind of like coming at the roommate. Roommate wasn't really saying much. Then the roommate got a little company. He got a little... Got a little... Mm, when he got in front of his company. And then they get to fighting, whatever... Because random man from Atlanta, he didn't play all that, and they got to fighting. I, I think, think he, I think somebody even pulled a gun. Oh, they went yeah, to go get but guns like he was like bleeding. They said it was pretty bad, right? And then I think she went back to the room, something like that. No, she was down there in the room with him, like begging him to stop and some shit. Now let me tell you something about this. This like there is a little bit of young girl mindset going on in in this story. Oh yeah, because she made the statement as if she was like turned on by the fact. That random man in Atlanta beat the shit out of his roommate because she made it. She was like, she made like random man in Atlanta could fight. Oh yeah, like, like oh he could protect me. Yeah, so <laughs> he's so strong, like he don't be playing. So she was like, roommate ain't want no really ain't want no smoke with random man in Atlanta. Random man in Atlanta was still pushing the issue with roommate until, like you said, roommate had the what you call it had some had some friends come over and then start getting bucked, whatever. But like I said, the funny part is that they got to squabbling and said the third roommate, the white boy, had to climb out the window to get the fuck. He said, "I ain't got time for this. I don't know what they doing, but I ain't finna." Because it was something about they was squabbling and something about the door was like. You had to go past him to get to the door or yeah. something like that. I, and then, and that white man promptly went and called the authorities. He said, "Uh, uh, uh, uh." So that's how random man. And I guess they were talking at the time or whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's how he had no credit to get a, an apartment by himself. Right. So random man in Atlanta get up, go up there with Morgan, and uh, so yeah, so. All right, this is where like the TikTok world come into play. Well, one, it was like. People were invested because even though she'd be talking about random men in Atlanta, she's she's real like upbeat about it. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's really it's not a woe is me story. Like let's not. Yeah. It's it's a fucked up story, but it's not. She's she's like good heart about. It. She's just telling like her life through her own lens. And can I say something about that too? Because there were some people that were like, oh, you couldn't beat this information out of me. And what I feel like this new generation of the 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 girls and the kids out here. They are very much sharers, right? Mm-hmm. But we're both engineers. You know what we call this in our world? Lessons learned. Yep. I've made this mistake in this in this capacity. Let me document this so that in the future we don't make the same mistake. Now will everybody go back and check the lessons learned every time? Nope. She don't eat like pit bulls no more. But <laughs> <laughs> but however, it's out there right. for people to see. So that somebody else may see this and be like, you know what? Hey, those are, might be some red flags. Maybe you know, like you have went through this, so that right. I may not have to. Because even like if you think about it, the story that she's telling our OBE, mm-hmm. like she doesn't, she's not with him. She doesn't live anywhere near. Like I think it's like a ten-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Like he's on his own accord, completely removed from her life, and she's. I mean, she might be. I don't know how much of like support she's asking from him because because the baby's only what i don't know how the, baby, the baby's still a baby though yeah the baby a baby baby and talking about he said that he sent her sixteen thousand dollars it's just there was so many things like there was one the first video i think he made he was walking 
and she had made some comment about how he couldn't afraid to afford to pay his car note, and I was just so weak because I was like, she kept saying his car note got turned off. Yeah, like his car, like I was wondering what type of car he got, where if he don't pay his car note, it gets turned off. I don't even know what the fuck. I couldn't understand that. That's not like an expensive, like a got a little microchip in there or something. Right. You got you try to get a, a big dog right. car with a little bit of credit, um, but between that whole thing and then using her cash app card like when he left he took her cash app card right and he used to text her back to back to my for the card well the only thing about that like if he put because he posted he put 16 grand on the car if he put 16 grand on the card even though if he is using it like i mean 16 grand is a lot to just automatically turn around and spend in a couple of days so i mean he might be using it. i can't really just say that he put 16 grand and he turned around and spent 16 grand you know right what but no what i'm saying is because he had a but she had a bunch of texts from him where it's like i'm about to use a card i'm about to use a card right, right right so my thing is if that's your money like you say it is why did he why you put it on her card and then why you gotta ask him why you gotta make a, a comment every time you use a card she ain't got the card so she, it ain't like she can use it. I don't have a cash app card. I don't know. Or unless the cash, you know what? Me neither. I unless unless the cash app card is in her name. Yeah, it's in her name. It is her card. Yeah, it's her card. So. Okay. Man, I would have locked him out that dang card. That would have been a smart thing to do. It's just order another card. Maybe you ain't going to get nothing. But so, you know what? Let me tell you. Okay. I actually do get what's going on. I 100% do get what's going on. Cause she probably has access to the money on Cash App, like she mm-hmm. had. She, mm-hmm. So because that's the only reason that you will put the money on, you know, what I'm saying in the Cash App account. So she might have a secondary card or something like that, right? So he overextended himself, obviously, oh well, which he should, you know, to basically kind of like keep her in good graces. Like I really don't have sixteen grand to give you. But if I give you sixteen grand and I have access to it, this will like pacify you for a while. Like you don't feel like I'm not giving you money, even though I'm taking from it. I've, I've given you the, you know, access to it. So I think that might be what actually kind of went on because it don't make no sense as in like why he would keep using it. Right. Like instead of giving you sixteen grand, I just give you ten grand and keep six for myself and just do what I need to do with that six grand. But whatever. I don't understand. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. I had a level of smoke for Morgan initially. I know you did. But let me tell you what changed my tune. I had one piece of information that did kind of make me like, all right, maybe not. When I found out that this nigga was 30, I did not know that at the beginning. I always thought that they was like roughly around the same age. No, then, yeah. When no. I found out he was 30, I was like, nigga. And because she said they was together for like years. Yeah, it was because it's so funny that she called him the random man from Atlanta. So I thought he was just like a one night stand type thing. Oh, that no, made like, this, no, I thought, I thought that initially, and that would have made the story like, Amazing. Yes, when I found out, like, oh no, you were actually with him. And you imagine being the random man from Atlanta. And you watching this the, and this is blowing up, and, blowing and up exactly. He couldn't, he couldn't take it. A man can't stand you oh. to see you do a little good. Mm. When it started like getting like really big, I knew I was like, it's just a matter of time. And then you saw the other baby mamas coming out like, yeah, no, she not lying. Like he did the same thing to me, and apparently, like, ain't none of his baby mamas not cute. I was just gonna say like, I've only seen two. 
Oh, oh they got a lineup of like six of them. No, I, I haven't seen the other four. But, but let me tell you, the first two, I like, yeah, this nigga two for two. Like, I, I, I got to get it. It crazy <laughs> with a little money would do. Hey, look, look dang, it's crazy that that's the first thing that pop up. But All right, let me see these six. Not now. Hey, not now. Hey, one of them is. Hey, this man got some taste on him, boy. He got some taste, like ladies. Like now, number like number five, eh, I can do it out. Let me see number five, cause I didn't even look. I just it was the first thing that came up. So okay, okay, all right. Let me let me get back to what I was going to say about morning to eat. If I'm not ten toes, I'm not ten toes behind. I mean, down on it. Um, I do still slightly feel like there is a level of accountability that Morgan has to take for, you know, the situation she's in. Because let me tell you from a male's perspective, especially somebody like Morgan, and she said she was in school. I can almost, she's in, she's in school in Atlanta. I can almost fucking guarantee it was some nigga that's lame or square or whatever that running behind Morgan, loved, worship the ground she walk on. Are really like pursuing her because, like, like I said, she she's an attractive woman. That was what lame or square. I'm gonna use like I'm using okay I'm using the term lame loosely in this or just regular. He's just a normal student with everybody. He ain't no drug dealer, so he ain't got no whole bunch of money. He ain't thirty, so he got, he ain't got nine years or whatever. But it's just what men see. I'm gonna tell you what men see in situations like this because now she's a single mom back out on the scene. Uh, single again. I knew you should start singing. <laughs> Thought I was perfect, but anyway, is that now she's re-entering the dating scene at 23, which is young as fuck, right? But she's taking this random man and Atlanta's kid with her, and it seems to be, from a male's perspective, that's when women get some sense. But now you got this baggage that's coming along with it, where it didn't have to be like that. Because what men don't understand is like. Because we see certain things kind of crystal clear. We don't understand how somebody who looks like you, you was in school, and from what it seems like, she comes from like a well-to-do family. Mm-hmm. You have all this stuff laid out for you, but you spend two years with the carless drug dealer with two roommates on the first floor. I'm going to tell you this. I have two degrees from the Alabama a University. You know what they never taught me? I never took how to deal with niggas 101, 102, nor 103. Stop. Let me Why? ask a question. Okay. Because this is this is about to get into this is about really where men, specifically from what you just said, you have two degrees. You're smart. I'm smart in the books. I can tell you about computer science and I can tell you about systems engineering. That has nothing to do with emotional intelligence and how to deal with men. You know how many doctors and people, remember the lady that, that broke up with her boyfriend and had the, the mental breakdown and, and ran over them people? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that has your ability to earn a degree and to study and take classes has nothing to do with how you deal with people emotionally. You you get zero emotional intel- intelligence from calculus three. Okay, question then. Okay. Now we just get into another. Now you open up another realm of thought. In this conversation right here, right now, you're saying that my capacity to learn and excel is really minute when it comes to actual real world things. It only if, it's only good in my field. 
why is that what you bring to the table in so many conversations then? If in this conversation, we're saying that this this thing that I'm able to do exceptionally, exceptionally well is only supremely beneficial in this field. When the conversation about, well, what does this outside of that field, as in the relationship or the talking stage or whatever, why is that what you bring to the table? Oh, that ain't what I mean, and maybe I, I mean, said it's, it's an alternate point yeah, from what I, you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying because maybe that for a lot of people that is what they say. Because oh, I'm sorry, I'm saying this because I'm breaking it down like this because that is what men see. Yeah, that is our perspective. A lot of women, a lot of women come to tables and say, "Well, I got two degrees," and da da da. I am not that woman. Okay, <laughs> so like I don't know. Like so at, at, at one point, point, I did think that like that was my like pride and glory or whatever but like i will not lie to you i have gone out and i have lied somebody asked me what i do i'll be like i might tell them like where i work but i'll be like yeah i'm a uh, i'm an administrative assistant i'm a i'm a secretary i just be want to see what see what they say you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like because that ain't what i bring to the table you ain't gotta know what i do i'm making kiki okay <laughs> that's important i'm making you kiki Okay, well we go back. We go back. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, so you never learn. You don't you don't ever get the education of emotional intelligence and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You might get your little one your little 3-hour class of psychology, you know what I'm saying? Very basic level. You trying to figure out all that stuff, but I will say that I mean, now I've made it my business to learn a lot about emotional intelligence and it's benefited me not only in like dealing with men but also like in the workplace whatever but that's not something i learned from in school or from other people like some people have older like older sisters older cousins and things like that to teach them about how to deal with men and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i i am the older sister i'm not the older cousin but if you saw my older cousins you listen be quiet um but i it's not something that's tied. And mm. so I think a lot of times that there are women who, and and bless y'all, who were taught kind of the game or like the taught, you know, from another woman, like how to deal with people and how to pursue or like how to be pursued and da 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 da. And there's women that that never comes up. Mm. And we're all out here trying to figure out, you know, like, where women are taught, you know, like a lot of times, like go get you, you know, go to school, get your good education, and you gonna settle down. You get that, you gonna get you a man, you gonna have you some kids. Da, 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 da. Don't nobody ever talk about how to deal with these men. Mm-hmm. So it just be like when I see people mess up, I don't like my first thought is not to like shame them. It's just like everybody has a different level of. Knowing what it is, like okay, I might have two degrees in my technical field, but emotionally, et- intelligence-wise, emotional intelligence-wise, I might be in third grade. We don't teach that. I'll be on YouTube, like what I'm supposed to do, how I get over this. Mm-hmm. I didn't got my heart broke. I didn't do did stupid stuff. I didn't accept it less than what I deserve. Didn't know what I deserve. Didn't have an example. What's your perspective on your counterparts in that same maturation process? Because, like, I'm agreeing and I totally understand about, you know, that 
growing and learning. Like in her situation, like she was really like her situation. She's dealing with somebody much I, older, much yeah. older, which kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does but doesn't anyway. Irregardless, as some folks like to say. Uh, but what's your opinion on the opposite in the spectrum? And the reason I ask that is because I can see and understand and accept, but I don't know if men are given the same luxury because we go through, we actually go through the same situation. Like we have, a, now ours is different, but it's the same as in there's a growth aspect that we have to go through. And truth be told, ours is actually, I feel like, is sustained longer. Is that more so what I want to say? It's like we don't really hit a true like emotional understanding or that 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 point until like I would almost say post twenty five. Okay. Um I'll say from my personal experience, I've had to I feel like I've had to learn the same lesson over and over and over. Right. Um made some mistakes i've done some things where i'm just like okay that wasn't probably the best thing to do in that situation um very emotional you know using emotions to make decisions um but it took me intentionally saying okay i don't want to feel like this so let me do the work in order to not make these same mistakes so that's when I did start going to therapy. I did start kind of reading more books that would kind of help me understand the psychology. Like, if you don't understand that women and men see things very differently, mm-hmm. when, like, we have a podcast. Like, me and you, we don't always see eye to eye on everything. Right. But because we're not built the same, our brains, we don't, like, we're just not the same. Men and women are not the same. When you can recognize that and be intentional in learning all that, that's when I feel like you are making that path but like if you never have if you have this life where you never have to start looking at that you can go a long time without ever realizing like it is more out here than what i'm doing like so i mean like tiktok i see why they want to ban it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because it is access to so much information all at once is everything positive everything true no but i have learned more from TikTok on like just like um psychology and like dealing with men and women and people in like the last year than I have over years of time. And it's just so crazy because it's just like nobody in my head I almost sometimes get mad because I'm like, dang, I wish I would have had like a, a mom or an older sister or somebody that could have put me on game when I was younger. But sometimes like Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens when it's supposed to. And there are some crazy things that have happened to me that have pushed me to go out and do the work that I need to do to be the woman that I am today. And so um, it also gives me the space, though, because I didn't been on both sides of the spectrum. That when people doing crazy stuff, I'd be like, girl, you just got to girl. Like, I, I have the grace. Now, I don't know what to say about the men folk. I'm not going to like my grace is for the women. Right. Because. Men, we we look at situations like this one, random man in Atlanta, and we're going to move on shortly. But we, there's a certain level of defense that we have for, I'm not going to say for him, but as in saying that a 
Morgan isn't a damsel in distress or the victim in this situation. Like she was a willing participant and we should see her as such because I can say that, but I can also say like random man in, in Atlanta is a like deadbeat asshole. Like I really don't like it. And let me even say this. There is a level of, there is a level of frustration from men because we we see good women end up with bad men and this shit happens all the time and it's so frustrating because it's like it almost what it almost is like is like if you could have just held out a couple of years for basically like your peers to grow up as in like it takes time to get to like certain places so like when i say her peers is like so she's 21 in school or whatever like they, we say it. We say it all the time. Like, hey, some folks aren't ugly. They just broke. Like, it takes time. Like, hey, they'll, they'll, your peers besides you, that that skinny guy, he may not get a gym membership until he until he graduates, or the guy with the bad teeth may not get braces until he gets a dental plan from his job. Like, it's it's those kind of things that like, and and they they're the men that we want to see like our black women or our women with, and be like, hey, can't get impatient and go for the immediate satisfaction I guess I want to say of whatever this fun ride is now because it is like this is what you get and then and then there's a level of pressure put on men that's like afterwards like like the question kind of comes up frequently of like would you date a person with a kid and it's just like damn why the fuck do I have to take on the because the, the the baggage in the relationship is like on a guy because like now it's like shit I gotta pseudo raise another person's child like so anyway 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 you said something to go back to it the level of things we learn from tiktok i will play this really quick and uh oh oh oh, oh I, 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 not what i not this is kind of but I sent it to y'all and we uh, played this earlier. I'm playing for the audience or whatever. And uh, something I saw on TikTok earlier and I think it's really good. Me get off my ass and everyone I tell it oh, to. Shit. Here's a story that helped me get off my ass and everyone I tell it to says it really, really resonates with them. It's a story about Jerry Olsman's class who was a professor at the University of Florida. If you're someone who wants to start blogging, start posting on TikTok, start a podcast, do you want to do anything? Listen to this. Jerry is teaching this film photo class, and on the first day of class, he divides the students up into two groups, group A and group B. To group A, he's like, I want you guys to get me the perfect photo by the end of the semester. One really, really good photo, and I'm going to grade that. To group B, he's like, I want you guys to take 100 photos. If you take 100, you get an A, 90 photos, a B. 80 photos, a C, and so on. So group A is sitting around creating these unverified theories, and group B is getting out there. They're experimenting with composition. Ah, oh, damn. And with light, they're go. trying new techniques in the darkroom. It's basically quality versus quantity, and group B is learning so much. Group A is thinking about perfection, but what do they have to show for it? One mediocre photo at the end of the semester. As Voltaire said. All right, service did that, no. But I thought that was so... I under, well maybe because I took photography in high school for two years, like I t- it it just kind of like hit the nail on the head. It's like sometimes when it comes to things you want to do, is literally just about the consistency of doing it, and not worry about the perfection of the product. And we talked about that with this pod. Is like there are 
in the beginning stages, we would take so much time in like topics and research and editing and, and this and that. And then I get, we'll get bogged down with like analytics and like if the numbers dip, like what did we do, whatever. And a point came in which we just released ourselves from that idea of perfection and said, hey, we're just going to focus on putting out a product that we love. And everything came so smooth. It just, we like we talk about all the time, like, hey, some folks just can't just sit down and pod. You're right. You're right. Like, for us, it's like, because we used to have production meetings and all that good stuff. And we talk, We I think we do talk a little more now. Um, shoot, I talk to y'all every day pretty much. Right. Um, but it's the idea of per, being perfect. Like, I don't know who set that up. I mean, there is a lot of, um, there is a lot of pressure though from a lot of other people, you know, like you, in a sense, like, you know, in the creative space, you're putting out a product and you care about the opinions of others because you're not, you're putting it out for yourself, but you, I mean, in honesty, we're putting it out for, for y'all, you know what right. I'm saying? For you to listen and for y'all to come back and talk to us, tell us what you think. And so we don't like that one part of you wants it to be perfect. Then other part, like, I like this space of where we just know on Thursdays we're going to get together, we're going to pod, and we're going to come up with what we're going to talk about. And it's just like, I think for me, this is the most consistent thing I've ever done. And it's kind of the like accountability part because I'm like, well, dang, like, when it's just you, you can kind of be like, I don't feel like doing it this week. But, like, when Bird here, like, all right, what time we pod? And I'm like, all right, okay, okay, well, bit, bit. Yeah, and it is like, I think uh... – the opportunities it brings for other creative outlets because we have these other things in which we want to do stemming from the pod that's going to branch out into other avenues and it's just so for i guess for creatives it's so freeing just to have a medium to do it in yes like i think that we are this generation i don't know if this whole generation but what i like is that we we both have full-time jobs we both have our own lives but this is something that we can just kind of pour into and do for fun and get something out of life besides just going to work. Like our jobs do not define us. We don't have to come in here and tell y'all what we do for work to. to How much I would hate this if we spoke about work one time. Yeah, no. Like the only thing I want to talk about for work is like this funny stuff people do at, like at work that make me laugh. It's so funny that you say that because that's actually what I'm starting to take from work also is like I almost look at like like the movie Office Space is like I almost don't and holy shit, am I having an epiphany? Since I I think it's just about <laughs> Sorry. That's the new challenge here that they throwing at things in the little song. Chrisette Michelle, like, wait, I'm not canceled no more. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. I only go to work one week, like like in the office. One day. Yeah, one day out of the week. Mm -hmm. The people I see at work, I don't even perceive them as people. Check me out. Let me tell you why I say that. They're almost like characters in a sitcom. Yeah. Because it's like a weekly sitcom. I only see, I see them every Wednesday. I, so I watch this show play out with these characters every week. Because I, 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 the way I tell like, people like other like I tell y'all about certain people and I tell like other people about other people kind of for different reasons mm -hmm. I've almost like laid out a storyline of these people like I've given back 
Some people know about my one coworker. Nah, I ain't gonna say stuff. I don't wanna get too many details. But they know like the the background story yeah. on these people. You know, some some people I come to y'all and tell y'all about them on a regular basis. And so it's literally like living out a sitcom every week. It is. I mean, like I posted on Facebook about I have a I mean, I've never seen this man. I have no idea what he looks like. But he moved into his office on Monday. And when I tell you he narrated him plugging stuff up, I was like, this cannot be real. Like, why? Why? And I'm sitting there like, okay, you know we're in cubes. And like the other day, he said because the walls were higher and the cubes were in, that people could hear him less. And I was like, hmm. You're an engineer? You sure? You sure? Well, I was thinking like, oh, sir. Uh, it's no. not. It's not how this works. I hear everything. I hear your conversations with your wife. I hear you narrating how you want to set up your computer. I hear you having conversations about everything. Okay, and it was just funny to me because I'm like, this man's having a whole conversation with himself, and I have no idea what he looks like. It's funny to me. And then somebody came by and asked him, like, "Hey, are you talking to yourself?" He said, "It's only crazy if I talk back, if I answer." And I was like, "He got a point because if he start answering himself, you're like." I gotta go. I'm like, hey, but but yeah, like these are just they're really characters. They're char- they're, they're, they're NPCs, not playable characters. You know that's what that, that shit that uh, what's that girl girl Pinky Doll or whatever. Ice cream so good. <laughs> Ice cream so good. Yum. Nah, everybody doing that shit. But fuck, craziest. They be making money on that shit. I mean, I don't know how they make money or what the money is for or. Or how do they get they get the money? Mm-hmm. TikTok. Hey, shit, Both that's... making money off TikTok. We can talk about that afterwards. Cause I ain't even gonna put that on the pie because it doesn't even deserve no recognition. You know who's not making money? Who? The Fresh and Fit Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're gonna tell me about this. So, uh, I don't know how much everybody knows about the Fresh and Fit Podcast. There were two guys. Marlin, Marvin, something like that. And now I can't anyway, their names are really unimportant. But anyway, their whole thing or their niche, should I say, was they were very much what some people call red pill, a very like some people call it anti woman or whatever, but they were in Miami. They had this this whole set, and there was two guys, and they'll uh, invite these women onto their platform, and they'll start having these uh, relationship conversations, and it'll be like, uh, just to give you an example, it'll be them two and like five women, and be like, so what do you bring to the table or whatever? That that whole jazz, right? My two degrees. Or 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 better yet, no 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why it ain't gonna be my two degrees or it'll be like what do you rate yourself and if you know that kind of conversation right these motherfuckers like our age the girls that they're bringing on this onto their channel or whatever they looked every bit of 21 22 right off the strip and it's just it's just really lame to see Grown men. Grown men, like almost berate and belittle. Like these girls who are at this stage of life don't have the faculties to really defend themselves or their argument. Yes. 
It's like I got absolutely nothing from it. I thought it was not what's up at all. And uh, because he had uh, now they did do one pod or one episode uh with uh bundle of Brittany, mm-hmm. Brittany Renner. Boy, she ate them up some so serious. Right, I remember that. And it was uh, cause, cause I think he, she asked them something along the lines of like, like, what do y'all get out of this? Like, like, uh, or, or what's your, or what's your point? And she was like, uh, and he was like, uh, that you're not special. And her response was like, I don't think you're special. She was like, I don't think this podcast is anything entertaining per se. The, the name is stupid. Like you're, you're very forgettable. Mm-hmm. So, and that was her like response to him. And he kind of like. He was kind of at a loss for words. I kind of tripped him up. And I was like, see, this is what happens when we have somebody that's on the same level kind of go back and forth. Which, Because if you're going to have this whole relationship dynamic, men versus women, you know, Mars versus Venus kind of dialogue, it's only fair to have somebody on the same level on the right. opposite side. Because, I mean, like, in your younger years, I mean, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but it's very much of a, when I when I was that age, I was trying to be accepted. I wanted, like, you know, I wanted, I wanted the attention. I wanted the, you know, stuff like that. So, like, and then if a man told me that I wasn't that special, like, I would take that to heart. Now, if a man told me I wasn't that special, I probably would laugh. Right. In that man's face. And so I'm get some money. No, just <laughs> Cause ain't nobody with no money telling somebody name mind. Anyway, 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 anyway. Oh yeah, but anyway, to to get back to them, mm-hmm. their podcast just got demonetized by YouTube. Mm, mm, mm. So from my understanding, that means that they're going to. I don't know if they're going to take the pod down or the whatever. But I think they can probably still post. They just won't earn anything from it. And they were not going to make any money off any past episodes either. Period. Bye. And they were literally, well, one of them was literally on there crying. Like. Oh, I would have. Oh, let me see them tears. Man. I can't and, wait uh, to go see. Now, he said something about like, uh, so they have this whole farewell episode and, you know, and, you know, it's like, well, YouTube wasn't thinking about all the people we helped and, you know, all the all the messages we get saying that, man, you saved my life. And I was like. Now, them were the passport bros that you were helping that you don't need to be helping. <laughs> Password rolls a whole nother conversation. Like, I right, we can get into them in a minute, but it was just uh, I'm thinking to myself like, what kind of lame is looking at the Fresh and Fit podcast and like as inspiration and like you know what y'all really saved my life like because of y'all. I don't I don't know because they lame and ain't getting no girls. And so when they get on that fresh and fit and they see that they, instead of getting girls, you can just put them down and make and try to put them in their place. That feels like they say they're like, let me tell you something. Elaine, tell me something. I'm like, okay. Okay. Let me tell you something I don't agree with that is said often though. Mm-hmm. Cause it's kind of in this real, it, it applies in this situation, but it doesn't apply everywhere. I don't endorse the, men dislike women phrase like like he like he doesn't like her men don't like women that phrase 
is it start it's it's almost become another buzzy situation or yeah okay like overused because put like this in this in this situation with the fresh and fit boys it works there yeah but but you're not a man that doesn't like women so of course you're like Ugh. but i think there are a lot but it's it's being used for almost any situation that i guess we'll say uh any argument that a man doesn't stern okay that doesn't agree because i'll even give you this give me that <laughs> the tori and meg situation right there's a vein of saying like anybody that was on Tory's side is a man that doesn't like women mm-hmm. or anybody that is on Tory's side or is on Tory's side of the argument is they're just men that don't like women because they had a very mm. but literally before the verdict came out I like I remember certain, certain things chronologically like very clearly uh, Meg did something said something and you can almost pinpoint it on the timeline a lot of people was like, "All right, man, this shit sound this shit sound a little fuzzy. This shit sound like a lie. He might get off." That like that's people's legitimate feeling in the moment was that they're not sure if he did or not. Now, when we come to this verdict of him, whatever guilty, innocent, that is the verdict. That is not the story. So, in my mind, is like. A couple months ago, you can't be like, I don't know what happened. And then because it comes up guilty, you're like, I knew he shot her. Nobody said that. But that was the thing that the the, the boys were saying. Oh, wait till the trial come out. We gonna find out what really happened. I mean, we still. I mean, when I say we still don't know what happened, like, oh okay. yeah, we weren't. I wasn't there. <laughs> right. And, but I mean, and and I do believe in like justice and justice is caring. It's mm-hmm. whatever. But if the guys, the same time that everybody was in confusion. Today are still saying like I don't think he shot her. That does not equate to the statement that oh you just don't like women. That is the part that gets me. Like those two those, those two things don't equate. You you see it on the timeline as well as I do, and and I just see it. I see it might say it. <laughs> you and that is starting to like get under my skin because I ain't gonna say get on my skin because I really don't care that much. But I see it a lot. It's like, oh, he don't like women. Men don't like women. Like, nah, man, y'all like the, y'all like, like, as a man, we're kind of like always made out to be the villain no matter what. Like, in every situation, for every reason. And this shit, put like this, we do enough bad shit on our own that we don't need any help. Exactly, because you know what? (laughs) Villain sounds like men. (laughs) So, men are villain. And I'm sticking to that story because men hate women. There we go. I'm sorry. Hey, hey the, the, the way the name of this episode is going to be like, villain sounds a lot like me. Oh, man, man, man. Oh, speaking about men being villains again, Halle Berry. Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Hey, how the dance go? She finding the, oh. Was this, no, no, that's a um, pop lock and drop. Hold on, what's the? No. Oh, no, that's the. You know what I thought about? Whoop Rico? There's one person on campus that used to whoop Rico all the time. You know, Jared. 
Remember Jared from campus? No, Jared? Like, you Who's Jared? Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! Hit yes! that whoop Rico off! Yeah, he used to Rico all the time! No, 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 let me tell you, if y'all know Jared, y'all know, nah. Niggas would be in focus and hype this nigga up. And on top of that, circle started forming. Goddamn. And that fuck started getting warmed up. Goddamn. Shit. Oh my god! Oh my god! What's wrong with this? Oh my god! We not even started drinking yet. Well, you've been drinking, but I ain't. Say, give me one margarita. Are these margaritas? Oh, you know the remix coming up. Right, she got remix with everybody. Shout out to them. No, she um. For y'all don't know, we're talking about the one margarita song with Angel from the Kevin Stage podcast. Is how I know her. Um, that chick Angel, but um. Her, she debuted, not debuted, but on this last pod episode of uh, Here's the Thing, she said some of her rhymes for. Um, is this the one with like Flo Millie and stuff on it? Ain't it? Yes, the remix. With, I don't know who exactly is on it. They didn't say, but I know there was. I know no, I know Flo Millie. Yeah, Flo Millie is on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, this motherfucker rapping, man. This Go ahead, girl. This motherfucker rap. We're going to be sitting up there with Kev on stage and that chick angel one day. So I already got a plan. And I, I don't care about saying on here because I, I feel like I feel like I got speaking into existence. Mm-hmm. He's, go, he, he's already been here. He's going to come back here. And we're going to go. We're going to go. I am going to give him some black car merch. But we're going to put a, a, a card with it. And somehow... I'm going to, we're going to have to word it in a way that's going to like pierce through. And all I feel like he's going to do is just appreciate us on the pod. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like it's just, it's, it's some words that's just going to have to be said where it's not too pushy, but here it is. Hey, wear it if you want, listen if you want. It's all on you. We're just fans. We're going to give him him our mixtape. (laughs) Oh. That is actually a really good idea. Oh, my God. Damn, y'all going to take our idea. No, y'all not. Ooh. If we, no, that is literally genius. We put, like, either a highlight reel or, like, a part of an episode on a fucking disc and put that shit in a sleeve and write on it like it's a mixtape and give that to him. And it's our pod. Well, he gonna play it. We gotta give him a little uh, display or two. We gonna have, or 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 we write the link on there. So I don't know. Somehow, yeah. that's hard. We we'll put a little a QR code on there. Oh, there, yeah, there give, you go. Give there, me the mixtape. Put the QR, QR code. code. On. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At the yeah. bottom of. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's damn y'all about to take our shit because this is a really good. They ain't one. got no pod. You right? Yeah. And even if y'all do have a pod, it ain't as good as ours. Shout out to Suburban Podcast. They're my cousins though. Mm-hmm. What's they up, dope. Man, I love listening to their pod. Me too. I just want to like if I could sound like him. Woo. If I was as smart as Juice, right? <laughs> their their conversations be so like. Educated and, and I'm and, like I'm like damn we don't sound nothing like this. <laughs> we we on the daddy side. <laughs> we the cousins on the daddy side. Like ooh, <laughs> we educated, but mm. oh man, our parents they stay together. <laughs> oh man, oh man. So yeah, y'all go check out Suburban Pie. Y'all check out. Here's the thing. Uh, damn, why the f- well? I ain't got to well. I'm still gonna promote Kev on stage, even if you know he don't need it. Um, 
COVID cases going back up. Not gonna lie to you, think I already caught my case for the, for the summer. I I think I had that shit last week, at some point in time. I was down bad. Was it last week or last month? It was whatever. I think whatever. Anyway, I was uh had like this dry throat, and uh, like the back of my nasal passages. And it only happened one other time. And that was when I had like. I forgot you did tell us that. You did tell us you weren't feeling well. And you took a COVID test and came back negative. Right. That was like two days later, like whatever. Because uh-huh. it, it wasn't, I wasn't as like, I didn't have like the, the, no, I did have chills and shit. But it wasn't like as severe. It wasn't Omarion. Hmm? I mean, Orion, Orion, or what, what variant was it? Oh. Cause when I had it, I was cold. I came in here, so I can't get warm. <laughs> oh, it's so cold in here. Well, we so, weren't going into it's work. It's so anyways. cold in the D. Hey. Trying to get. It's so cold in the D. Just trying to make peace. Oh, um, all right. Let's say the numbers jump up. Yeah. We go back on lockdown. Mm-hmm. How are you going to lock down different? I'm gonna get my PPP loan. I'm just playing. No, I'm not playing at all. I'm well, you not got playing a legit business, so you really can. I ain't Nigga, got no- we got a legit business. We gonna LLC the fuck out TBC. You right? Get a PPP loan on this thing. Straight up. Be employees of this. Okay. Straight up. Um. Duh, but- we got you too. Mm-hmm, period. We um, want Michael or you. Number one. During the pandemic, all I did was try to like. Go and like cook different recipes and stuff like that. I'm gonna come out a whole different person. Like this time, I'm gonna go on the health kick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's one thing. Number two, I'm not gonna be buying up everything. Like I saved so much money during the pandemic because you're not spending money on gas. Mm-hmm. You working out at home, so I probably end up with a home gym. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I had time to think about this too. I don't know. Like I had a good time during the last like lockdown because I enjoy my own company. So I was enjoying reading. I was enjoying like watching TV. Like I don't have a long commute to work. So like my commute time doesn't really transfer. Now that get ready time is what gets me. Mm-hmm. So I will say that like, I probably get on work earlier and then log out and then just really, I want to like, I really want to learn a craft. Like during the pandemic, I learned how to do my makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like, you know, I'm not a pro makeup artist or anything like that, but I ain't going to give you $100 to do my makeup just for no random day. <laughs> like, that's on that. But, uh, yeah, I just want to, I be wanting to learn. Like, it was just a lot of things. Like, I want to learn something that I can monetize mm-hmm. or save money with. Like, I bought a sewing machine. I'm going to learn how to sign. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to lie. I've had like a few margaritas. <laughs> So if you go if you go learn how to do it first, you need to learn how to say it. All right, that's that's like literally before you get to like <laughs> class one on one. You know, learn how, learn how to sew. <laughs> <Little sir. laughs> I said it so confidently. <laughs> I want to learn how to sew. <laughs> okay, give him one margarita. Should forget how to talk. <laughs> Listen exactly. Oh man, uh, I like what you said about learning how to do something. I'm definitely going to come out of DJ, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, I'm going to be ready to goddamn be DJing homecoming parties by the next time we fire that shit back up. DJ Dirty Bird on the ones and twos. Holla at your boy. 
I 100% get a PPP loan, and I'm getting a big one. I'm, I think I can handle it. out businesses was getting them. Exactly. And I don't see them in jail. Exactly. Plea deal. Uh, no, but two things that I'll probably learn how to do. Three. Well, not two because I don't know how the food situation works. I would like like to learn how to cook like better. Uh, French. I'm gonna learn French. Relearn French. I'll get better at French. Play the piano. One or two. Yeah. Okay, Alicia Keys. John Legend. <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not. You know I hate John Legend. I know. That's why I so, said every every song sounds like ordinary people. I'll be I'll be watching. Oh, I did want to play the guitar at one point in time, but that shit was way harder than what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Like I th- like I really think I'm too old to learn now. Like it's like swimming. No, yeah, like you know how to swim? No. Come on, man. Adults. I know. No, you know why? You know why black folks don't know how to swim? Like, a, like a greater reason why? Because we're slaves. Oh yeah, I mean that's true too. That's true too. But basically, like, um, <clears throat> TikTok taught me everything. Back in, let's go like, hmm, trying to get my errors right, 40s, 50s. Okay. Like, like of course, like, okay, anyway, 40s, 50s, whatever, when uh, integration or whatever, uh, public pools, like, was, community pools was a big thing, right, uh, during segregation, you know, so the white kids all down at the pool, that black folks couldn't come. So once integration started happening and black kids started going to the pool, we all know we all seen the picture of the guy putting the putting the the, the acid in the pool or whatever yeah. and all that all that bullshit. Uh, the white people were so evil that they drained the pools, and that's when you saw a boom of personal pools happen, like people having pools in their backyard. That's why. That's how that became a thing. They didn't want to go down to the community pool because too many niggas was down there. So they said, "Fuck it, I still want to have a pool. I'll just put it at my house." And that started the growth of in property pools. I want my own pool, even though I can't swim. I want to be able to sit out by the pool in my sun hat. I wonder that. I wonder does that do for the property value? Mm-hmm. Gotta keep it clean. That's my part that I'm just like. Mm. I think it's. I think it's pretty simple. I think or you you hire somebody to come through and they clean it. That's the thing about being grown. You just hire somebody to do yeah. it. But I think it's one of those things like you probably get it clean like every blue moon, mm-hmm. and you just got the stuff in there to kind of keep it. Keep it clean. All right, yeah. But I just thought that shit was so like. Who would have thunk that <clears throat> in ground personal pools all derived from keeping black people out the water. Because think about it if that, if that means that If niggas was never allowed to go to the pool Nobody would have a pool at their house Nobody It wouldn't even be a thing And I was just like god damn How the hell does hatred breed innovation Crazy mm. crazy. Uh, what was the last thing Oh we was going to tell people about our health journeys Oh yeah So Lately uh, April and I have just for some strange reason just been like, you know what? Gym time. Fuck up the gym. And just been like really serious and doing things that we don't, I ain't gonna say things. That, I'm doing something I don't normally do. But uh, I'll let you kind of explain like what you've been doing lately or your motivation. Um, I just don't want my back to be big. <laughs> that's my, I mean, that's my motivation. So, um, 
I just have been, you know, if you get comfortable, your clothes still kind of fit. And then one day you look up and like, ooh, this is kind of tight. So I was like, let me start going to the gym a little more. Um, but I also was kind of eating bad, so I'm trying to eat better. Um, but one thing I was talking about was like, the part that we really don't get and we don't talk about is the fact that like, if your clothes get too tight, just buy bigger clothes. It ain't like you're walking around a big ass sign in the back. And I ain't wearing no size 20, but it ain't no, like no sign in the back saying, Hey, these some big ass jeans in the back. Like just put on your size that you fit currently and you won't look bad. You know, you just look like you didn't put on a little weight. I'm in this weird, and it was funny you said, cause I'm in this weird, like mid transition. Um, so being a man, like an athletic man, especially like a workout man, your clothes situation is really fucked. So I'm in like between the XL, double XL situation. Mm-hmm. And what makes it so bad is like the double XL fits shoulders, arms, back. Like you kind of get cool, cool. But the way that shit drape makes you look boxy and fat as hell. But then when you get on the XL, it'd be like, it's a little, a little tight, tight, a little uh-huh. tight around the midsection. So kind of show, like, I don't need to put on my shirt and still be able to see my belly button. Like, that's, right. just, a little, that's just a little much. But, but like you said, but it, then this, this all happened within like the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm like, damn, certain clothes, I'm, well, especially anything I order, I automatically go 2X because I was like, I'll just get it um, tailored. But it's like, if it, in my mind's like, damn, I'm a 2X. But now, like you said, I need to detach, like, like, bro, you've been an XL for fucking ever. You know, you're damn near 40. Like, hey, you might be a 2X. And ain't nobody going to know you a 2X unless you say it. Like, they, you don't have the size outside the back of your shirt. Like, look at your big ass. Look, bit, that, bit, that, that. Uh-uh. And like you said, doing that? I'm going to put on the 2X and look better. Exactly. And it's because it's going to fit. It's exactly. Gonna, and I was like, damn, that makes so much sense. Like, no, I need to. You know, dress your size or whatever. Exactly. But I get, but you know, of course, you got to hold on to the clothes with the hopes of going so back down. What I've done, I went through my whole closet. If I cannot currently wear it, I mean, like right now, put that on, put that thing <laughs> on, and go out the door. I took it out my closet. Um, and I so I have two piles. I have a pile of like completely giveaway. Um, as in like either I've had these clothes a long time or like these are clothes that I probably won't be in anytime soon and I ain't gonna miss them. Then I have a pile of clothes that's like, okay, if I work hard and eat right, I could get back in these clothes. You know what I'm saying? And I have those clothes in which I'm putting in um, some little under the bed storage stuff that Mm -hmm. I have in my guest room. And so, because for me, it was like going into work and trying to go through my closet and figure out, okay, what fit, what don't fit, da 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 da, like that was frustrating. So I just took it all out, mm. and then like I've been ordering clothes that actually like fit me now. So when I go places, I got clothes to wear now because, girl, that dress that you was like, oh, I'm gonna get back in it. Like you gonna get back in it, but buy you some clothes that fit. <laughs> like uh, let me tell you why I was like, I was so frustrated by this. I. So I started a new job February of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I was already on pay. Like, you know, I, t- I, think, I know, think we talked about it. I was like, I'm going to hit this one different. I'm going to dress up every day, shirt, tie, 
Like, I'm going to be, like, legitimately, like, because it was a new job, so it was clean slate. Bruh, we went home a month later. And when I say I have, like, pants tags still on them. Like, I've tried to wear them, whatever, and they were, like, you know, it was, like, the fitted situation. And I'm so mad that I have, like, just just by just by virtual time just like grown out of them and in some situations like not even a bad grown up like i've worked and like my legs have gotten bigger so it's just like it's a good thing but it's like nigga fuck i got goddamn these pants over here that i, I really want to wear and then it's kind of like they kind of like uh, i just i'm just so frustrated that i didn't get to wear these clothes but like you said i i Totally grin, and I and it's funny that we had this conversation. I was just thinking about it last week about that two X situation. Oh, because I had ordered a shirt from Let Me Live. Uh, what is Lives? Oh God, it's at Let Me Live in some way. Anyway, she did like this dope. I posted the the Drake shirt that I'm wearing to the yes, concert. Yes, that was nice. You going to a Drake concert again? Mm-hmm. Oh, homecoming weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but anyway, I, I ordered a two X from her because I was like, if this this is like a concert shirt, so if it's too big, it's absolutely fine. But that's when I started like, damn, am I at two X now? So, but it's it's great that we had this conversation. But on my fitness world or whatever, I have semi crossed over into AM workouts, and it is it, it is it is an adjustment period. So one thing. It's, it's getting up. Let, let's first take it by step. Teaching myself to get up at 5.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. First step, I had to like quit lying to myself and no bullshit. Like I'm in the bed, like at least laying down in the bed at 10.30 every night. If I'm gonna get up at 5.30. Like I don't have to be asleep, but I need to be in shower, eight with all that stuff and be in my bed. And usually I don't have a problem drifting out to sleep or whatever, and getting up at five thirty is no problem. Two, when that alarm goes off, no snooze, roll out, feet on the floor. Now you can take your time, get up, or get out of bed, but like, feet on the floor. Don't even tell yourself that we're going to snooze just a little bit longer. Mm-mm. Once I got in motion and started like going to the gym and like whatever, and now like I'm getting home early, I'm having like a decent breakfast, you know, I'm kind of got my coffee rolling into my morning. My days was pretty like, all right. Now, let me tell you, I got them get sleepy as shit. Yes. So that's the part that people don't talk about. Cause you know, I like, I was, I am an AM person. I haven't been to the gym this week mm-hmm. because what messes me up is like, if I can't sleep in the evening or I stay up too late, that messes me up in the morning because I will get all the way out of my bed, turn off my alarm that's not in my bed, and be like, I'm going to get back in the bed. <laughs> and I will keep getting off the bed to turn off that alarm and then just stay asleep. That's that's so silly to me. But I, I'm reminded of a time where, like, when I was, like, very serious about my fitness journey, probably, like, 2015, 2016, I used to be at the gym at 4.30. Like, mm. I mean, like, getting on the machine at 4.30. And in my mind now, that is so crazy. That's, that might as well be last night. <laughs> listen, I'm just like, but like, I was just like, you know, you just get up and you, um, my Apple Watch is going off and I don't even know how the sound came on. And somebody just texts and I got his number. I don't know how I got his number. Who did? What a crazy. Um. Anyway, 
it's just crazy to me that at some point I was able to do it. That's what's mm-hmm. frustrating because I was like, girl, you used to be on the, on the stairs for 45 minutes and you would get to the gym at 4.30 and you'd be ready. And so I kind of miss, I mean, for the most part, most people around me, we work out. Mm-hmm. That's normal. Like if you don't work out every day or at least a few times out the week, that's like very like, oh, dang, like. What you be doing? Mm, all um, that free time. But I miss that community of like I'm gonna see the same people. Like I know probably don't listen, but like Maceo, mm-hmm. like when I was at five five o'clock, girly, I used to love seeing him doing what he was doing. Like he'd be doing something else, but it was just like okay, like I'm in here with somebody else that I know. Mm-hmm. And um, man, I want to get back into that, and like I'm working my way into that. I've been um, doing better about getting up early in the morning because I'm a I'm an AM workout girl because that's a very uninterrupted time. Nobody will ever be like, "Hey, can you do this for me at five o'clock in the morning?" And so, like, that's something I can give back to myself, and then it sets the tone for my day. I've worked out this morning. I feel good. Like, dang, like I'm up. I done worked out. Y'all still in the bed. (laughs) Ooh, do I think I'm better than y'all? Absolutely. Yes, I do. I'm sorry. I do. But are you better than them? Mm-hmm. Because I done got up. I done went to the gym. What you doing? In the bed, sleep, watching me, like liking my little post because I done went to the gym. With your lazy ass. Period. Like, get up. <laughs> go do something. Get your move on. But, and the funny thing is, like, I might be bigger than you. So, I worked out. You, you, what you doing in the bed, laying there lazy? Oh, with your lazy ass. Mm, you ain't did nothing today. It's so funny, like. But no, I just, I just like that feeling of I've accomplished something. You know, like it's a goal. I've reached my goal. Like this week, I haven't been so good at it because sometimes, also, as a woman, let's be for real, we have times of the month where we're a little more we're a little more tired than other mm. times. And sometimes I let my body just be like, you know what? If we want to rest, we gonna rest. But then I be mad in the afternoon. Um, shout out to the hot box because in the afternoons that's where I go. We gotta have him on here because he didn't ask me on the pod before. But he can come on, I gotta do some work for him. Man. I told also. him, I told him he can come on, but like I gotta see what his schedule look like. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit him up again. Try to go at least once a month because what I won't do. The funny thing is, I was like, I don't want to do much, a whole bunch of cardio and get too skinny. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me do that let me do that cardio. At this point in time, if they talk about doing cardio getting too skinny, I'm I'm ready to like, like, let me get on that. Get I'm on ready on that. Get, I won't crack. Exactly. Give, I, me, give me just a if I can find me some diet crack, I would take it. Exactly. Crack like, light. Exactly. 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 I need some non GMO crack. Like that's exactly. what I need. But uh anyway, man. Uh yeah, man. Shout out to Dwayne, the hot box. Uh, we about to get up out of here. Uh, shout out to other podcasters that be podcasting. Shout out to Suburban Pod. Uh, our cousins from my daddy's side. Anybody else we want to shout out? Um, no. All right, cool. I can't uh, think of nobody right now. Off the top of my head. Shout cool. out to everybody. Nah, don't shout out everybody. Fuck some of y'all, but nah. True. But <laughs> uh, I'm Bird. I'm April D. And this has been another episode of the Black Heart Podcast. Thank you for listening and mama sorry for cussing.